Hi, this is Richard Maxwell, and you are listening to another episode of the Creativity in Music and Music Education podcast. This week's episode, uh, the topic was, what does it mean to make it? So we had a whole bunch of students come in again. We were again on a lunch break, so once again, it's a little bit of a of a chaotic moment here and there, but it's a really good conversation. We started talking about this idea of what does it mean to essentially be successful in the industry um, in any capacity and, and what that might mean uh, for the students' generation as, as things have changed over time. Uh, for what it's worth, the interesting thing I think about this conversation is as great as it is, we seem to keep drifting into technology and its impact and how it changes our not just our perspectives, but the way we're defining things. And so you'll hear some of the conversation uh, start to um, veer over into that topic as well. But it's, it's always a great conversation. These students are, are wonderful. We are again in our control room of the CMAS studios, um, just having a, a conversation uh, over lunch. As always, you can find more of CMAS at ArcadiaCMAS.com. You can always find me at RichardMaxwell.net. This podcast uh, you can find for free and subscribe, and I hope you'll encourage other people to do the same on iTunes or anywhere else that you may uh, listen to your podcast. And with that in mind, uh, here's this week's episode. All right, so let's, uh, once again, let's just go around the room real quick and introduce ourselves um, and who's in the room here with us. I'm Olivia, and I'm a junior, and this is my third year in CMAS. I'm Chloe Wade. I'm a sophomore, and this is my first year in CMAS. I'm Donald Cravello. I'm a senior. This is my second year in CMAS, coming back from freshman year. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm a junior, and this is my second year in CMAS. I'm Bonham. I'm a freshman. This is my first year in CMAS. I'm Haley. I'm a senior, and this is my fourth year in CMAS. Cool. And like I said, everybody kind of lean into the mic if we can, because we've got... Well, we're back again at a lunch break, and that's okay, but there's, you know, the people listening could see the chaos out there that understand. Okay, so I, so last week's episode, when we were talking, I thought it was really cool, we were talking about the idea of game changers, and one of the things that we started to chat about very briefly at the end that I thought would be interesting to talk about this week is what, what does it mean to make it? Last week, if you remember, we were talking about this idea of how artists that come along and are successful enough to be imaginative or creative or to reinvent maybe something and we sort of got on this sorry we got this little bit of a tangent of how do you define successful how do you define somebody who's actually quote made it so I was wondering you know what that means for people who are teenagers right now like like if you have dreams of being a professional whatever um, in the music industry what constitutes success? Do you have to be Taylor Swift? Do you have to be Bruce Springsteen? Do you have to be, you know, insert big name band? I think when people start doing covers of your material, <laughs> okay. And also, okay, that's a good point. That's, well, yeah, I, well, and also start copying your style, okay. or not copying, but mimicking, mimicking, using right. it in their own like way. Actually, we talked about this earlier. How. Um, earlier in class today how I like I would watch a drummer learn how to play their music and try to play it like they did and it like goes into my style so I guess that's when you know you've made it when somebody else is like pretty much doing what you're doing and it's like kind of help them do their own style okay so that's a musical impact and that's valid and that's <coughs> important but what about the idea of like what do you consider like I would be successful like like, do, is there a financial component? Is there a, 
lifestyle component? You know, do you have somebody made a joke about what was it like? You know, my yeah, like ten. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like, you have to like, have ten Lamborghinis. Yeah, I mean, but but there is something to be said for that. You know, what's what about like you know. Um, you know, the, they call them weekend warriors, like, you know, like <laughs> clubs, you know, but people that just play for fun. And there's nothing wrong with that. Is that any less musically legitimate than the person who's, quote, making their living? I think... No. I think it just means being happy with where you are. Yeah. Okay. If you can support yourself off of your music, I okay. think that I think that success. is also a, a very big part, especially in today's music world, because... There, it's you know, music's been outrun by so many jobs, and it's been like it's a very hard thing to do now because so many people can play like guitar, for example. So it's you have to be really good to get any recognition from people. So if you can support yourself <laughs> solely off just music, I think you've definitely made it at that point. Do you guys think? And I don't think you're wrong, but I'm wondering. You said something about how so many people, for you used the example of play guitar. Do you think that number's really increased in the last many decades? Like, like in the 60s, th do you think there were less musicians? Well, I think... I'm not saying that as a criticism of you. I'm just like, wondering, I like, think the perception. Oh, actually, let's end uh, it. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I'm going to say yes, but I'm going to go more into a, like, math reasoning of our population's growing a lot more than it's dying off. So okay, okay, there sure, is that. Sure. And then, like, also, I just kind of want to take a neutral standpoint on the whole successful thing because, like... How you were saying, you know, if you can survive off solely your music, then uh, you're successful. But, I mean, um, how you were wanting us to go to New Orleans and how there are people able to play really well without any actual musical instruments. Like, they could be successful in their own eyes, and it's really just dependent on yeah. the own individual. Like, some people, hey, it's got to be all about So the has social media, for example, has that... That's made, it harder. It's made it it? that's made it a lot more difficult because... Especially that's SoundCloud. That, yeah, that, that's <laughs> why, like... Well, that's kind of why I said it's a lot more difficult because there's a lot more musicians. I'm not saying that there wasn't, you know, just as many musicians back, you know, in the, like, the 70s and 80s and stuff like that. But I'm saying that, like, now those musicians were just, like, playing in their mom's garage and just playing to play. But now people who still even just play to play are all over you know, the internet and social media, and that's why it, it, it's a really good chance to, like, give yourself, you know, get yourself, like, out there, but it's also, like, a really good chance to be lost in, in, in with everybody else, and that's why I said you have to be, like, you know, really good okay. almost to get, like... Every single little rapper on yeah. SoundCloud. So the, so, the, so, yeah. so, the, so the baseline has changed is what you're saying. It's, like, yeah. before... Yeah. It's raised. It, it, went, it went from, like, yeah, there's this many people, but only this many people have, like the means necessary to get themselves out there because they're trying hard enough, but now you don't even have to try to, you know, put, like, a, a vocal cover up on YouTube. You honestly right. just have to be really lucky nowadays. You just have to be really yeah. lucky and really Catch the good. right eyes. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, I, you know, I, I work with some people, and, 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 you know, you can find interviews of folks that have been around for a while and the industry is successful, but they would tell you the same thing was always present is it just that the, I'm, I'm just wondering if it's the methodology i'm wondering if it's that you're aware more of the failures now it's just that time is it changed I mean, well sure so of course I'm just, but i wonder if it's the failure rate is more pronounced I'm, like like there was essentially the same what's what's for the sake of making it easy there's the same number of musicians as there always were <laughs> but because you didn't know about everybody you didn't get to necessarily point it oh wow that guy never made it past that point or didn't make it because you just never heard of him before now because everybody's got a youtube channel everybody's got a soundcloud everybody's got insert social media thing 
Yeah. It's like potentially <coughs> more aware of, you know, wow, four views. That's. Well, dude, that's me looking at my YouTube channel. Well, that's everybody looking <laughs> well, at everything now. Like one time I, got a five, I got 500 views on my video and I was like, whoa. <laughs> 500 people watch this. Yeah. And then they yeah. look at like something I actually tried on and I was like, 10 people watch. So when that okay, so so wait, hold on a minute. So let's let's use this as an example. So so you you've put out a bunch of different videos. Mm-hmm. One of them hits the 500 mark, and you're pretty proud of that, and you should be. And I got one that had like 900, and that was ooh. just like ooh. <laughs> no, no, no. But no. the thing is, it's like it's like I it, it I think it's also by chance because like I don't have 900 subscribers. I like 60. Okay, so so like it was just it was just by chance people at that time were looking for videos like that, and then that's why it was. But- that's how everybody finds everything. I mean, you, you know, in, in, you know, when I was your age, there were actual record stores with actual vinyl being recorded on. Yeah, well, that wasn't tape. that long. You can go to like Zia Records and still find things But what I'm saying is, is there was that random effect. It was just you couldn't go online to do it because online didn't exist at the time. Yeah. And I think now it costs here was a my lot question though. So you have yeah. this video that hits 500 or 900 or whatever it is. Did you? And it's okay if you didn't. I'm just curious. Did you look at that video and go, huh? I had all these other videos and they did whatever they did, but this one caught on for some reason better than the others. Did you go back and like try to reverse engineer that for See, others? Did you try to figure out why or apply I that? Th- I, I, I did, and I figured out I can't because it was... <laughs> Uh, it was uh, I was just going through what I have as a drum set. Like, okay. like I was just going through like what I play, what I use, and like stuff. Like a rig and rundown thing. Why? Yeah. Okay. It's just doing like a kind of a rig rundown thing. That's cool. And I can't recreate that in like a drum cover, for example. You know, unless if I did it, I like this is what I'm using at the beginning of every video. Like that, that'd be kind of annoying. But also, <laughs> I realized that like the most simplistic of things also is what like kind of helped. My, me grow like the very tiny so I have a, I did I have a former student a friend of mine who does a lot of internet marketing stuff now um, Thomas Brenneman he also plays with L West he's an incredibly accomplished guitar player but he part of what he's done for the band his role is not only being one of the principal songwriters and playing guitar in the band he's kind of in charge of their marketing because they do everything in house so he kind of runs their marketing but he and I were talking about that and he brought up what you just said which is that for whatever reason He's like, people love the performance video stuff, and there's tons of that, but he said people really eat up the... Informational. Yeah, like the... Especially if you're doing something that's different or unique or unexpected, people love those videos See, what I did wasn't even different. I just pulled out my phone and said, hey, this is what I'm playing. Right, but maybe that's... Like and subscribe. <laughs> like, that, that's kind of... But that's how that video went. But it caught. I mean, all, all I'm saying is, is that, you know, this idea of making it is also somehow maybe it's figuring out how do you get people aware and how far do you need to go there are a lot of you know i find it very fascinating now that there's a lot of big celebrities that are deliberately like you know you see this every now and then so and so cancels all social media or or shuts down all of their accounts and usually it's for pretty awful reasons um like the the recent one with the um one of the the women who's who starred in the last Jedi, I forget her name now, but oh, she, Kelly Marie yeah, and and I don't know if you guys know what happened, but she was getting, it was just brutal postings and comments on her. I mean, it was all kinds of this absurd, offensive stuff about her race, about her looks, about everything. So she just was like, "I'm done with this," and walked away. From that well, uh, from you know that happened to my partner at Dream Theater. Mm-hmm. 
when he left, he got so much backlash from right. people that he just stopped using. So he actually just started using social media again. Oh, really? So, yeah. So do you have so he okay? Went, like eight years without using like right. Facebook, and which, stuff which like might that. actually be healthy. Like I find, <laughs> yeah, even honestly, all of us need that. Yeah, all, yeah. A, lot, a lot of people I know. The need best that. day, the best day I had this summer was when my phone was disconnected and and not working for twenty four hours. It was awesome. Oh yeah, one time my phone died I, and I couldn't find my phone charger, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna do something like go outside. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That was like the big joke with that Pokemon Go thing. Like it got kids to actually go outside, even though they still had their phones. <laughs> but um, the no, guy lost like three hundred pounds playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, so do you? Okay. Video so games are helpful. Okay, but but so, okay. Do you need the social media thing to make it? Do you? I mean, in I all seriousness, do you need it? No. Yeah. You guys, some of you are shaking your heads like absolutely well, yes, mm. or nodding your heads. Or I would say yes because <laughs> everyone uses it nowadays, so everyone's on it constantly, okay. whether or not that they should be. But you, if you, someone looks something up, like a hashtag or whatever, you're bound to be found. Okay, but there's a theory that says that yes, everybody's using it, but we're using it in a way that we're like desensitized to it. So it's like you, mm -hmm. you like something or you subscribe to something, but you're not. Like, you're not really taking ownership of that relationship. You're just kind of almost arbitrarily, like, oh, yeah, like, like we don't really buy into it as much. Like, the like this, this has been talked a lot about with, like, the advent of streaming music. So it used to be that you had to, you know, if you wanted to hear that record, you had to go buy it. You just did. Maybe you'd find a radio station somewhere that was playing a couple tracks off of it, but that was rare. And now that never happens because radio DJs don't even really exist like they used to even remotely. No, they go in, they make a playlist of 100 songs, they put it on repeat, and then right. they just leave for the but day. But if you imagine, you know, if you had to buy the album, you'd listen to the whole thing. Because you'd be like, you'd be like, I just, I just spent 10 or 20 bucks or whatever it is, I'm listening to this whole thing. I've noticed that I've done that. I've gone and bought CDs and been listened to the whole thing and been like, this was awful. See, and then but when that's I, okay and then, if it's awful. And then, I mean, and, well, no, and then I was like, and then I go on my phone, I listen to an album, and I'm like, this is awful. I'm going to skip halfway through the album. It's something about that, like, materialistic thing that, that you want to sit there and, like, yeah. feel it through. Feel right, it through. So, but that's what I'm saying. So are we creating, there's, there's a lot of talk now about the fact that, like, the way they do the charts for, like, what's, um, like what is, is like the biggest selling this or the biggest selling that that there there needs to be a new way of formulating it because the way they count streams now it's like it, it gives like an artificial boost to things that may or may not because people aren't necessarily fully invested you know in or it's or it's done off of so many trends because it's like not even word of mouth anymore the algorithm in iTunes or Spotify or whatever you know goes oh wow 20,000 people went to this thing, so we're going to push this out now to half a million people who didn't necessarily hear from anybody except like you, like it's like, like the streaming uh, services have almost become your friend telling you, hey, check this out, except it's not your friend telling you, it's when you pull it open, you know, on your phone or whatever, the app says, hey, try this thing, and then you we kind of do. When Drake's album came out, Spotify 
made Drake the cover photo for every single playlist on Spotify. It seems even on the metal and, playlist. Yeah. On the eighty, on the oh, on no, the, no. <laughs> it was it was, it was like eighties classic metal like radio. And they, and they, I went like, on there and I was like, and why is Drake? Pushing it out to everyone. I like mm-hmm. never listened to Drake, but everything in my homepage and on my feed on Spotify was like, listen to Drake's new album, and I was like, I don't listen. Do to not Drake. even listen to anything re- remotely close. So to how Drake. did that make you feel? And that was, well, see, I was also overwhelmed, but also like. It's like surprised that that is that that happened that that's a thing. Yeah, just because yeah. Drake's music is so bad. I think it's really bad. <laughs> no, but okay. <laughs> well, some people love it, some opinion. people don't. But another aspect I would think of it is like even if you do like it, there are some times where they just keep playing it and you're annoyed by it. It's like okay, I get it. I like the song. Yes, I don't want to listen to it after every three songs. Every big yeah, kiss I like, song ever. I, like it. <laughs> I don't want to hear Kiki's name twenty times in a day. Like, okay, so okay, so here's okay, so here's here's something to consider then. So when that happens, either on Spotify or or you said it was happening on Amazon too, Amazon. wherever it happened. Uh, okay, no, but YouTube. Okay. Oh God, dude, no. YouTube was even worse. Okay, so here's my question though: When you experience that as a listener, as a fan or not fan, whatever, do you attribute that? To the platform, do you attribute that more to the art? Like, are you like going, "Oh, Drake, I can't stand that guy," or are you going, "Oh, why is Spotify doing this?" Like, like who are you blaming? Like, who's who's responsible for it? I guess is what well, I, I blame. The, I blame. I blame. I blame regardless, I don't like Drake who listen anyways, to it. But uh, no, I blame the people who listen to it just because, like, the reason why that happens is because they're like, I feel like I have something where I'm like, I listen to the song. And then I'm like, oh, this is a good song. I'm going to put it in my playlist of 6,000 songs that I like. And then I don't listen to the song for like two months. Okay. But so many people listen to like one Drake song in a day. And then Spotify is like, oh, 200 million You'll people like listen it. to this song. Let's make it even bigger. And so oh. it's the people who listen to it. It's being overplayed is the problem. Well, yeah, but but Just that all happened right when the album came out. So well, Drake how, was already big though. Listened? Drake's the number one artist in the world, com- according to Spotify. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So okay, wait a minute though. So is it is it Spotify would probably say something along the lines of, "Well, we're only pushing this out because there's so many people already listening to it. There must be a reason for that. We're See. just." making you aware of a bigger trend. That's just the thing, though, is they're only going off numbers. They're not taking into account, like, of who like actually you were saying, to the it. metal tracks. Yeah, like, the metal tracks, you had Drake on the cover, he but was, there was not one Drake song in the entire yeah, playlist. Yeah, he wasn't listening <laughs> to Drake at all, yet they're still pushing it. And it's like, okay, that's not his preference. So do you guys, when that happens, and I'm, again, I'm just curious, do you go and, like, research, like, why he wound up on the metal? Was that because his... Did his publicist no, or that's his management, he, did they pay Spotify and say, hey, probably. we're going to offer you, you we'll take a lower percentage back on the, on, the, on the streaming fee or whatever if you put him at, like they're thinking they'll make it up in volume or something. Well, that's like, like even I, still today I'll I see know. pictures on Spotify of like Metallica when like the Black Album came out. I'm like, why is the picture of Metallica when the Black Album came out on Spotify? And I just think they do that to grab people's attention sure. to the thing, because obviously Spotify is not but commonly used as a metal streaming app. True, but the so, Black Album is also from Metallica. That's where the world found out about them. I know they had a huge yeah. fan base before that, but that's when like the mainstream world went, oh, but that band. I but say... they're they're grabbing people's attention is what they're trying to do to that thing because every cover had drake on it it doesn't matter it didn't matter which which genre 
and which you songs were in it. You could be listening to K-pop. You could be listening to K-pop, and Drake was still on the cover of <laughs> They're that. They're trying to appeal. As... They're just trying to get people to listen to everything, and they're like, "Hey, you know this guy, right? That face, yeah. We're gonna stop him on everything, and yeah. and just to get people just okay. to just to, Carmen slaps roof of Spotify. You can okay, fit a whole so ton of back, Drake in here. Okay, so so let's <laughs> go back to the original question then. I think we'd all agree that love it, hate it, or whatever, we can agree that Drake has quote made it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever yeah. capacity, he's made it whatever like definition you want to use, like over yeah. he's he's eclipsed he whatever that bench or baseline is for you. He's over it. He's <laughs> even a meme. So okay, he's been a meme so, <laughs> for like four years. He's been a so meme. how far? How many things can you pull away from Drake's success? Not pulling it directly from him, but I mean, how many? How many things can you keep going down where you still feel like that's still I made it, even if I don't like if the for the sake of the example, if the Spotify every playlist your face is on every playlist on Spotify, that's the ultimate. That's disgusting. What perhaps, but what, <laughs> but what I'm saying is if that's the ultimate <coughs> sign of you made it, where, you know, how you know, how far down? So you're only on, you know, below that is you're on half of the playlist. Below that is you're on only the one that's actually relevant to what you've created. Um, do you even need to be on Spotify? Do you need to, you know, is there a, you, you guys mentioned that if you can actually support yourself through music, that's, you know, do you need the big house? Do you need the 10 Lamborghinis? Do you, you know, where's the, where's the point of, on the opposite need end? You 10 Lamborghinis, you need a Honda Fit and you'll be fine. How far <laughs> down? I ha that makes me feel good because I used to have one of those. How far <laughs> down? I have one of those. I, I actually love that car. It's a great how far car. How far down? Seriously, like, where's the point where you go, you know what? This is not just a hobby. I am legitimately successful as a musician. It depends on the genre. That's also true because because Drake is in like the mainstream like music genre right now. Okay. And Drake, if Drake came out in like 1985, Drake wouldn't be as popular now with the same music as, or is as popular then okay. as he is now. So well, it just depends on the times that. Not necessarily because. Well. Think about if he were born in that time. I know, if but he was, if he was making music in that time, he'd be making music relevant to. No, I would, no. What I said is, if he's making music, the music he's making now in that time, mm, okay. he wouldn't. He wouldn't sure. have made it like because the, the music in 1985 was like the mainstream music then is a lot different than of mainstream course. music of now. Course. And he's appealing to the mainstream listeners who listen to the mainstream okay. music. So, so it's 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 the people who want to like do their own thing who don't want to like conform to that side are the people who kind of suffer at the moment until a new genre comes out that people like a lot. Okay. I feel like is kind of is and that's also like also the kind of downside to music too. If you want to make it you also have to like kind of give up something for so you can like get to that point. I wonder if that's why there are certain artists that we just sort of always even if we don't love everything they do we respect after you know, like years and years and years on just because they've managed to somehow hold to their own standards. Well, for me, that's like 21 Pilots. I don't like them, but I do respect them. As yeah. people, that's actually real. They're people. a really good example. They really have held yeah. to their own vision of it. It's two yeah. guys. It's not a full band. Even just doing it that way, you have to kind of give them props for that, even just because they've managed to change a genre. 
They have. Maybe they are a game. You know, we talked about last week the game changers. You, you know, maybe. Yeah, they're they're a game changer. I mean, they just released four songs, and literally all four of them are completely different. Yeah. Isn't that and, cool when that like, happens? Like none of them are the same. Like there's you know elements that could be the same, sure. but I mean they are literally like one is like a reggae, one's kind of like has like guitar and like it's kind of like you know heavy. <laughs> right. Another one is like you know. really chill, like you can vibe with it. You know, like not like the reggae, but I don't know how to no, sure. explain it. Um, but isn't, that, other, but isn't yeah. that cool though when a, like, when an artist is willing to be rap. like I'm not gonna just throw the same thing at you every single time? I love it when bands do like, that. Yeah. Well, it's like who would you say in the other punk at like Machine Head? Yeah. If but, they don't change, their fans get mad at them. Yeah. Well, like it's like like some bands can't do, like Radio oh, Radiohead. Oh, Radiohead. Yeah. yeah. Machine Head is Machine a great uh, They're so good album. No, but Radiohead like they no, can't be the same. But how many artists can say that? Like so many artists like their fan base gets pissed. Yeah. Which I always think is so strange. Like, why would you not want... The same thing that you thought was cool about them, wouldn't you want them to keep, but, you know, evolving and changing? I don't know. Anyway, we have... No time. No time. We are out of time. Thank you guys so much. This was fun. This was cool. Next week we'll do another... Yeah. Oh, All right, and there you have it. Another episode of the Creativity in Music and Music Education podcast. As always, I'm Richard Maxwell. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. Hopefully you will uh, continue listening and subscribe and tell your friends to do the same. You can always find us on iTunes or anywhere else that you get podcasts from. You can find more about the Arcadia CMAS program at ArcadiaCMAS.com, and you can always find me at RichardMaxwell.net. Hope you have a great week, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.